0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Creating with Impact podcast. So, quick couple of things to go over real quick before this episode, which is going to be a little bit on the uh use and the rise of AI pretty much. <laughs> um I feel like it's pretty appropriate especially for this time that we're in right now where AI is becoming such a huge thing. Um, and especially for some artists uh we have a range of viewpoints on it so i just wanted to kind of talk about it a little bit and maybe see what good things can come out of ai cuz i feel like a lot of us kind of can have and easily so we can have this kind of negative view of ai and kind of like oh my gosh ai is going to take over the world and all of that kind of doomsday stuff, which who knows. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen. But <laughs> but I do think it's kind of important to focus on the positives in situations, um, which we can definitely kind of look at AI through a few different lenses. So anyway, um couple quick announcements before we start. Uh there's gonna be a couple new things with the podcast. So first uh I'm gonna start doing some uh quote mini episodes that are gonna be a little bit shorter. Um I think today is gonna be one of those mini episodes, but this way I can just focus on getting things up a little bit more consistently and not having to stress out about putting together like a 30-minute or hour-long episode um, each week and just to get stuff out there, because I feel like a lot of this we can talk about in a shorter time. It doesn't necessarily have to be like an hour, hour and a half long or anything. Um, although there will still be, you know, those interview episodes and some episodes that are going to be a little bit longer. Um, so just wanted to give you a heads up on that. And then also I wanted to add a new section to each podcast episode, which is going to be filled with kind of just random epiphanies <laughs> that I've had the last week or experienced or, um, things like that, that are just little, little fun tidbits. Uh, so those are just going to be at the end of the main episode. So just wanted to throw a couple of those things out there. Um, just to let you know, keep you updated on kind of where my head is at for the podcast And this is going to end up being kind of an evolving thing. I realized when I started this podcast, I didn't have too much of a set template, I guess, for each episode. So I'm kind of just evolving it as I go. And I feel like that's fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you guys have different opinions, please feel free to let me know. (laughs) Um, But I do think that that's a huge thing in creativity is just starting. Uh, I feel like, especially for me, I don't know if you guys also experience this, but sometimes we can procrastinate because we want to have things perfect before we start, and we want to be kind of a little OCD with it. Um, And I feel like a big thing of creating something and it can be a podcast or song or anything is just starting. A lot of us can definitely kind of have a little bit of that perfectionism going on, which definitely leads to procrastination, you know, like nothing's ever going to be perfect. So we just don't start. And I really want to kind of blast through that (laughs) with this podcast and pretty much with everything that I do, because that's been something that I've been struggling with. But, um, yeah so anyway just kind of let me know what you guys think as we go along um you can find me on creating with impact pod uh you can also do creating with it's gonna have the podcast and blog and all of that fun stuff um while I'm thinking of it last little tidbit before we start with this main uh section of this episode um so my apartment complex is currently repaving um our really messed up parking lot (laughs) so if you hear some jackhammers or something in the background that's what that is i'm hoping that i can get through this episode without um too much background noise but thank you guys for your patience with that um again i just want to be more consistent with getting these episodes out so that also means doing episodes and recording when i have the time even if there is bunch of construction equipment going on outside. So anyway, thank you guys for your patience. Uh, Let's get into this episode. Here on the Creating with Impact podcast, we focus on all things related to being a multi-passionate creative, along with the focus on mental health that can and should come with that. We'll explore how to live happy, healthy lives when our creative minds encounter chaotic obstacles and how to find your rhythm when life throws you off balance. I'll give you some tips and tricks that I learned from my own experiences and talk with people from all over to find out what helped them find their purpose and passion and to find their own happiness in their daily lives. Together, we can make a happier, healthier, more creative world. So as I was talking about in the intro, we're going to dive a little bit into the topic of how musicians and creatives, just in general, artists, writers, everything, can still create and innovate in the age of AI. So for those who don't know, AI stands for artificial intelligence. So one of the most popular forms of this right now is Uh, chat. So something like chat GPT um, is AI. Uh, So artificial intelligence is defined by the dictionary as the theory and development of computer systems able to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, and translation. So something especially like visual perception can kind of catch your catch your eye. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um <laughs> so something like that can kind of catch you off guard a little bit because you're like visual perception like what? So that is something that a lot of artists use. So we can kind of start to get a little bit nervous like okay, well can AI actually create art? And there's definitely debate over this. Um, if you guys have seen or used any of those, um, AI driven, uh, like avatar creators or anything like that, basically what AI is doing is it's kind of taking, well, it is taking the styles of artists that already exist and then mixing and matching them to kind of come up with, the AI style that we see. And of course, this is still in development, so it's not perfect. I'm sure at some point it's going to be able to actually create hands that look like hands and faces that don't look terrifying. But um, it's basically a really, really fancy advanced Google. (laughs) So... You're basically going in and just taking art from artists and recreating it and mixing and matching in a different way, which I mean, some of us can kind of say that maybe that's the creative process in general is we're all taking inspiration from somebody and we're mixing it with other inspirations to kind of make our own thing. But, I mean, there's still, of course, it's debatable. There's a ton of different opinions on this. I don't want to get super into it. Um, But I wanted to go over some things that um, AI could be useful for or, um, or even just ways that it can kind of help us out or ways that just human artists without AI can still not worry about AI taking their jobs because I feel like as artists, there's certain things that something like AI will never be able to do. And that is creating from a point of emotion and the human experience. So of course, the very first thing and what this podcast is all about (laughs) Is we have to make sure as creators that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're not um, kind of letting this whole age of AI get under our skin because we can still create things. And no matter what, even if AI does become, you know, uh, like human intelligence, pretty much, it's not. Gonna be at least I think it's not gonna be any different than if there's just another artist in the world because if you think about it right now there's so many people that are creating art that are creating music that are writing there's so many and it's hard to kind of say that one is quote better than the other um, of course somebody can be more like technically skilled than someone else but. You're always going to have some version of your own style. So even if that means, you know, like at the beginning of this section that I was kind of talking about, well, isn't creativity just taking inspiration from a a bunch of different places and then kind of putting it out there in the world. So, yeah, it is. But at the same time, everyone's still going to have their own style because everyone has their own unique inspirations and their own unique experiences, and all of those things. And the thing that I think that makes art and creative pursuits so, so cool is that we can all have all of these different inspirations, all these different experiences, and then still put something out there that thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of other people can relate to, which I think is so cool and it's so at the same time it's really really awesome but it's also it can be really therapeutic because you're putting you're taking like all of your emotion all of your experiences and you're putting it into something physical that you can put out into the world whether that is music or painting or anything creative really you're taking the unseen and making it seen which is really cool But you're not only doing that, you're connecting with other people, even if it doesn't mean that you're, that they, I don't know, that you ever talk to them or anything like that. You're still connecting with other people and that in itself is extremely therapeutic. So on top of that though, we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in other ways so that we're kind of filling up our own cup before we're putting it out there in the world, because if we're just constantly going, constantly creating things, constantly putting things out there and not taking care of ourselves, it can be really draining. Um, I mean, of course, this is kind of based on my own personal experience, my own like opinions and things like that, but I really do think that it's physically draining to just constantly be creating and not taking care of yourself. It's great if you're constantly creating, that's awesome. But you still have to take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, your physical health, you know, make sure that you're eating. (laughs) Don't just go into a room, disappear for days and like forget to eat. Um, I have, definitely been guilty of that before. And while you might be on a roll with whatever you're creating, that's awesome. But afterwards, you're gonna feel like absolute shit. (laughs) So definitely make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And we're gonna have so many episodes on self-care and really taking care of yourself because I feel like that's honestly the most important thing that we as creatives can do um you know there's always this stigma about the the tortured artist or the the broke artist or whatever it is but and that's one of the reasons why it's so important to kind of embody the opposite of that (laughs) because we want to create things but we also want to be healthy in the process we don't want to create at the detriment of our health. And that includes mental health, emotional health, all of the aspects of health. Um, so on top of self-care in this age of AI and kind of uh, some of us, you know, fearing the the competition of AI, I feel like, um, we can also realize that, okay, maybe this is, Actually, going to be a great tool. So kind of changing your thinking about it. Um, so think about like, just as an example, if you're just having like a really, really bad case of writer's block, something that's helped me is, um, you can actually just stream of consciousness journal where you're basically just going to force yourself to start writing and just don't stop. Um, So pretty much anything that comes up, you're just going to write on the page, even if it's total nonsense. So that's a really good way to do it. But now with AI, um, we can also go in and be like, okay, uh, we can use it as like a thesaurus. We can be like, all right, what's a word that um, is a cinnamon, cinnamon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Why can't I say it right now? Synonym guys, I promise I went to school. I promise I took English classes. Um, uh, Okay. but Anyway, instead of just looking up a synonym for a word, um, you can now go in and be like, okay, what's a synonym for XYZ that rhymes with blah, 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 whatever. Um, And I feel like that's really useful because then it at least, even if you don't use whatever word it comes up with, it at least gets your brain kind of kickstarted and you can be like, oh, this word reminds me of this other word. Like maybe I can rewrite this line or um, something like that. So it can definitely be used as kind of like a kickstart without being a crutch so i feel like a lot of the times we can view it as oh my gosh like i'm just using ai to write music which i feel like in its own way can kind of be like pretty cool and a different way to view whatever song you're working on or um maybe you're using it to create a prompt for something to paint or draw or write about um All of those things can be useful and can really help you work on your own skill set so that in the future you can have all of these different ideas kind of floating around your brain and just pick one out. Because I feel like especially when we get into writer's block, it's like, okay, like, let me go to Google and just be like, all right, how do I get out of writer's block, or at least this is what I do, but (laughs) I'm sure there's other ways to do this without going on Google. But so in that kind of way, you're, we're almost using Google as its own AI. So we've kind of been using things like this for a long time to kind of either get through writer's block or just come up with different ideas or look up different ways of saying things or looking up words or just anything like that. Um, so I really think it can be useful and not in the way that we're using it as like a crutch or we're just making it write all of the parts of the song for us. Um, and even if we are doing that, we're still putting it through our own creative filter. So just like at the beginning of the episode, we're taking inspiration from different things and it's getting all jumbled up and whirlwinded in our brain. And then we're putting it out there. So no matter what we do, we're still putting our own experiences and kind of our own filter, our own spin on things when we put it back out there. So um, of course, if we use it too much, it does kind of become a crutch. So there's two sides to everything really. Um, but it is there as a tool. So if we view it more as a tool and less as a, um, Oh my gosh, like AI is going to take over everything and just start creating all this amazing music and all of this stuff. Even if it does do that, I mean, it's just another, artist. It's just another art form. Um, and of course, everyone's going to have their own opinions on that. Like some are going to be stronger than others, obviously, just because we're all people, we all have our own experiences that are going to affect our opinions about things. Um, but I'm just throwing that out there just to kind of help people, I guess, be a little less freaked out by it and a little less paralyzed by it. Because this kind of brings it back around full circle, I guess. There's always going to be a need for human creators. Um, I understand that AI will probably make things a little bit more commercial or competitive. I honestly don't know. I can't predict the future. But... There's always going to be a need for that human filter, that human experience that's going to be translated better by someone who has actually experienced it. And it's going to, I think, bring people, hopefully, closer together in the long run. Because again, I mean, just like COVID, (laughs) AI is going to end up being kind of just this experience that affects everybody. Um, And I feel like maybe we'll get into kind of the the equity (laughs) of AI in another episode, because now we're starting to see that, you know, things like chat GPT are like, starting to add in these like pricing levels for them, which of course take out people who can't afford to use those tools. Um, but there's still, I mean, there's still going to be free options out there. And honestly, by the time the AI gets super widespread and developed, I feel like everyone's going to have access to some form of it in one way or another. Um, Of course, there is the problem of people in higher economic classes kind of uh, using it a lot more and leaning on it a lot more. Um, But, I mean, again, everything comes back to humans creating art and that being a shared experience. So I don't want people to freak out or stress out about AI becoming a thing. Because no matter what, there's always something that you specifically are going to have to say through your art that is going to resonate with somebody else. Even if that's one or two other people, (laughs) they are going to resonate with what you're creating. And that's a shared bond right there. I mean, I always kind of marvel at the the fact that a lot of like for example just music fans when they have like a shared passion for the same music or similar music it brings people together um and i think that's kind of the main goal i guess behind a lot of art is bringing people together, and even if that's not physically gathering at a show or an art exhibit or something like that, you're still creating that connection, and that is really the most important thing. So remember, no matter how any kind of technology changes the industry of art or music or any type of creative industry there will always be a need for human creativity human expression and human experience and connection so stay true to your vision prioritize your mental health and just keep creating because no matter who sees it or how many people see it or who you connect with over it. The art of creating is just therapeutic and good for you in itself. So I wanted to take a second and kind of throw in this new podcast section. Um, The, I guess, epiphanies of the week or experiences of the week or whatever. I don't know. It's still a work in progress. You guys get the point. So, so first thing, I wanted to say is there's definitely a difference between intellectually knowing something and fully knowing it, like with your whole being, because I feel like for those of us, especially that kind of have to learn things the quote hard way, this is definitely a thing. Um, and I am one of those people in case you guys couldn't tell. So the first thing is act on inspiration. So even if you are laying down to go to bed at eleven thirty at night or whatever time it is that you go to bed or if you're waking up at 2 a.m from a crazy dream you just had and you have like all these ideas please 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 write them down or do a voice memo because I had this exact same thing happen to me and it was right as I was going to bed and I was like ooh. That's a good idea for a song. I had like the melody pop in my head and everything. And I was like, all right, I don't want to like record a voice memo because I'm in bed. Like my boyfriend's in bed. I don't want to wake him up. I don't want to like wake up the dog now that she's all settled. Like (laughs) I just started kind of overthinking my way out of it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write down the chords. I'm going to write down like the, I don't know, time signature, the approximate, uh, like BPM, all of these things. (laughs) And I'll just remember the melody in the morning. Guess what? I did not remember the melody. So I'm telling you guys, please, for your own good, (laughs) please use voice memos or some type of recording thing. Because even though you might convince yourself that, oh, I'm going to remember this part in the morning, it'll be fine. Like, I'll just write down like a description of it, or I'll write down whatever the hell dun, 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 (laughs) dun means, and I'll just magically remember the melody, you will not. (laughs) Like 9.9 times out of 10, you are not going to remember it. So take advantage of those recording tools that you have, all of those things. Um, Second is Rewarding yourself with distractions is okay, but don't start with a distraction if you don't have the self-discipline to stop at a certain time. So I definitely don't have the self-discipline to stop a distraction at a certain time. It is something that I am 100% working on, but I found out that if I just... And like, all right, I'm getting into autopilot mode. I'm just going to force myself to go into this different room or this different space where I know I can focus on something. And then I reward myself afterwards. That is so much more, first of all, satisfying. And second of all, so much more productive because you're getting things done and you're still having that reward myself time afterwards that you can still kind of get both things going. But if you get the reward yourself time in beforehand, then you're much less likely. Of course, unless you're super disciplined, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that's like one in 10 of us. (laughs) So uh, if you don't have that self-discipline, please be honest with yourself because a lot of times our brains can kind of trick us into being like, okay, well, let's watch one episode of the show and then we'll go work on it afterwards. So that might work for some of you. And if you know that that works for you, by all means do that. But for those of us that are going to take an honest look at ourselves and realize that doesn't work for us, you just gotta kind of get the willpower. And sometimes it is just straight up willpower to make yourself work on that one thing that you need to get done today. And then you're going to feel so much more fulfilled, so much more motivated to keep it going afterwards. And then if you want to stop and reward yourself, you can, but that way, at least you have that one thing done. That's going to kind of kickstart you and get you in the mode of, okay, I'm going to get this done. So anyway, those are the, the two main things that I learned this week. So (laughs) I just wanted to share that with you guys. (laughs) Of course, as always, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting this podcast. If you want to give it a rating and review, preferably positive, but I will also take negative reviews because, you know, growth, (laughs) go ahead and leave a rating and review, please. Or, um, even just share this podcast with someone that you think might find it interesting. Um, I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of this, <laughs> I'm kind of making episodes. Um, but of course this is also a work in progress, as pretty much everything is. So as always, you can find me at creatingwithimpact.com or on Instagram at creating with impact pod. You can also check out creating with impact on Patreon at patreon.com slash creating with impact where you can become a subscriber and get all sorts of extra content including multi-passionate mini-biographies for extra inspiration, personal shout-outs, live workshops, and PDF music and yoga downloads, just to name a few. If you have any stories or successes you'd like to share, or if you'd just like to get in on the conversation, you can email creatingwithimpactpod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much, and I will catch you next week.